Hello everyone, it is, <clears throat> let's see here, it's uh, Thursday, isn't it? Uh, my days kind of ran together there. Thursday, uh, the 29th of July, July is nigh on finished, and uh, we're cruising through it. It's another hot, steamy day. Uh, I'm just uh, working on my car, grinding metal, and eventually hoping to get to welding, so it's always a good idea to weld when it's stupid hot out. Anyways, uh, that's a side note. Um... Cool, uh, cool thing happened yesterday, which I'm not going to go into really cool. It was a really cool answer to prayer. Um, and it was something I directly prayed about and was directly answered in, uh, in a cool, cool way. So God's a cool God, you know, he answers prayer. He, he, he looks out for us, even if we are weak and he is strong or when we are weak, he is strong. Okay. Anyways, um, first Peter two is where we're at. And, um, as I was reading this, here this morning, and then again here right before I read this, or I'm recording this, is uh, there's some controversial verses in here, and uh, I didn't quite catch on it. So let's just let's just read a handful here, and and then we'll jump on. So start in verse 11, because we read verse 10 yesterday. Dear, dearly beloved, I beseech you, as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fresh fleshly lust, which war against the soul. Have your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, that they may, that my, may, that may by your good works, which shall be, which shall be behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. Submit yourselves, therefore, submit yourselves to every ordinance of the, of man for the Lord's sakes, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that is sent by him for the punishment of evildoers, for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God that with well-doing ye may be put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as freeing and as free, not using your liberty to choke of maliciousness, but as servants of God. Honor all men, love the brethren, fear God, honor the king. So, uh, then it goes on to talk, kind of change subjects there. So obviously that is a very controversial verse. Uh, and why is in the last year or so mainly it's really come out is because there has been, you know, with COVID, there has been a clear distinction of the government tells us to do something and we can make all the arguments about it's not based on science. They're making a, a false narrative, blah, blah, blah. I agree with all that. Well, most of it. Some of it's a little out there, but uh, is but but the clearly whether we like it or not, whether we believe it's true or not, the kings or ordinance or governors said, "Hey, you should you know not do certain things." One of them is go out and get together with people not directly in your family. Uh, you know, it's wearing the mask things. Um, you know, don't touch people. You know, all this sorts of stuff, right? Uh, I'm sure if you've lived through this, you totally understand what I'm talking about. And so there was kind of a, a heavy divisions in multiple churches um, about what do we do? Because the government said church is not essential. You know, going to going and getting together with other believers to worship God, read his word together and fellowship one another is not allowed. And, you know, and, and people that were creative and, you know, Zoom and, you know, Skype church and like, OK, yeah, sure. OK. Um, but that's totally not my thing, but there's kind of a, uh, there, there, there was quite a bit of divisions like, okay, where, where do we draw the line 
uh, here. So let me just let me just draw back here. So in verse 13, submit yourselves to every ordinance of the man for the Lord's sake. So that word ordinance is another way is translated. The only other ways it's translated is creation or creature. Um, for example, just the first example in Mark um, 10, 6, from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. Okay, you can read the context there. But that's the way this word is ever always translated, except for this one time in 1 Peter as ordinance. So if I read it, I'm just going to read it here, and submit yourselves to every creation of the man for the Lord's sake. Does that sound a little different to you? Sounds a little different to me. Is is it talking about ordinances as laws, or is it talking about ordinances as kind of the way things work, um, as in paying taxes? Or I don't even think paying taxes, but kind of that's probably a bad example. But even like driving on the roadways, how we do that, or. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think think of think of how that works, um, but also we know that it draws a line. Is 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 if the government tells us to do something that it's clearly wrong. Uh, just said a couple verses earlier. Let's see here. Abstain from f- f- fleshly lust, which war against the soul. Uh, obviously, this world is full of fleshly lusts, and they are warring against our soul. And is it one of those things we should? do or not do. Well, if, if the government's telling, clearly telling us to do something that's clearly against the Bible, piece of cake, right? That is, if the Bible says, you know, go out and start fornicating and adulterating by law, you have to, you know, you have to have 18 wives, you know, and all of your neighbors have to be your sex partners. Okay. I know that's a little out there, but like, that's clearly ridiculous. You know, that's probably a terrible example. Anyways, you get the point. If the government tells us to do something that's clearly wrong, not doing it because, you know, bummer. And so that's one of these things with COVID. It becomes a tricky matter because the Bible clearly says is forsake not the fellowshipping together of believers. And uh, I don't know about you, but fellowshipping through Skype is not fellowship um, to me. It's it's de- a totally different thing. I mean, it can have its usefulness. Yes, but it's totally not, totally not fellowship as in what, um, the accountability, the the guidance, the instruction, the um, cheering one another up, uh, of weeping with those who weep, of rejoicing with those who rejoice. It just it just does not fit the bill. Um, for me, it, it's just not that at all. And so this is one of the things, like, hey, do we draw the line saying, hey, okay, government says stay home. God says, hey, don't forsake the assembly of, of one together, one another together. I think that's pretty clear. But also, I think it's interesting the point of why God is saying this. He's saying it because he's wanting us to be looked on as um, that they're not getting, that the people in the world are not getting mad at us for dumb stuff. Um, let's see here. How does it see Um I need some like intermission music while I find my spot here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not picking up the verse where it talks about um, uh, where it talks about where why you're supposed to do this. I'm, I'm just drawing an absolute blank here. Anyways, uh, we'll just we'll just move on. So it's, it's interesting to think about: is it does does ordinance mean a mandate law? Um, Thing, and where where do we draw the line between 
what God says and what man says and what is right and wrong. It's a, it's controversial. No doubt about it. Anyways, um, jumping on, I'm just going to skip down the last couple verses of the chapter here. Um, well, let's see here. Well, I'll just go with 18. Servants, be subject subject to your masters with fear, not only for the good and gentle, but also for the froward. You know, that's part of it, right? For this is thankworthy. If a man's conscience towards God endure grief, suffer suffering wrongfully for what glory is it if when we are buffeted for our your fault ye shall take it patiently but if when ye do what do well you suffer it because ye take it patiently and acceptable this is acceptable to god so i think this is maybe this is the verse i was looking for and it's looking at the long part is i think this is coinciding with you know following our i guess like in a, in a way serve our kings or or presidents is similar to a master not not in all ways, but I'm gonna some ways is that we don't want to be buffeted for just stupidness, right? If you make a stupid mistake and you know you crash into someone on the roadways, get a speeding ticket, uh, you know something something like that, like and you and, you know the government throws the book at you and you get you know your ticket and you you know penalty fine whatever is that's your own stupid fault. What what good is that? That's this okay. But when we're doing what's right, uh, and we're not, and we're not being buffeted for our own stupid faults, is that's what brings glory. That that is acceptable unto God. For even hereunto we are called, because Christ also had suffer, also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow in His steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in His mouth. Who, when He was reviled, reviled not again. But when He suffered, He th- threatened not. But when he com- committed himself to him that judges righteously, who him who is who his own self bear our sins on a tree on his own body on the tree, that we being dead in our sins should live unto righteousness. By whose stripes ye are healed, we are ye, ye were healed. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned to the shepherd and the bishop of your souls. Is Again, I think this is kind of a, a coinciding. Is he was not riled, reviled again? He he didn't threaten or, or suffer. And I know this is easier to do. Is we feel like you know, we're judged unjustly. Is if we know we've done no wrong, committing ourselves to God, who is judges righteously. I think there's there's a point where this earthly system is messed up. And as Christians, I believe I'll live through it in my lifetime is severe persecution around the world in certain parts of the world. It's already that way, but to have that where you're being judged unrighteously and you are being mis mistreated and misgot mis um, represented just like Jesus was. And there's a point where you just commit yourself to the, him that judges righteously and he will straighten it out. Um, and as in Jesus' case, obviously we're not, we're not going to be taking the souls of any, uh, covering the souls, um, of anyone because we have our own faults. But I think it was that similar example of do what's right on this earth, but at some point we just turned over to God and, and he is going to judge righteously, whether we're falsely accused on this earth and tortured and, you know, hung on a tree, right? You know, Peter was crucified. Uh, many people have been crucified throughout history or other awful things or supposedly awful, physically awful, but not eternally awful. 
So that's kind of the thoughts. I uh, probably rambled there for a little bit. And did I make perfect sense? I didn't even make perfect sense in my mind. So that's that. Um, back to uh, back to grinding metal here. So adios.